KC Corner episode 115. 115, Brooksy boy. A, a rainy thunderstorm afternoon. Yeah. Just a, just a, it was a, I don't know if you heard it and maybe it was just by me, but there's some crazy lightning and crazy lightning. going on. It was, it was like, uh, I literally had to go downstairs and it was like, I needed a canoe to get back to the house. It was incredible. Was Zoe okay downstairs? Uh, no, she was terrified. She I, was I, freaking out? Yeah. I have three dogs and Zoe is, uh, yeah, she's terrified of thunder. So it was, <laughs> and you know, we usually do this in the morning. So an afternoon edition. Yeah. An early evening edition. Early actually, evening. Brooks. Have you had dinner? yet i have not okay so we got to get out of here quick you're going to be thinking about food it's going to be short that wasn't a fat joke was it no 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 of course not of course not we said we had a little bit of cheese before oh we did have a little cheese the boy loves the cheese which is awesome and we got to jump in but listen the bolts baby the bolts come back they're back man two games two it was after after game two our our spirits were a little low they were not been in that position in a while no we have fought back to even the series they did they were down in game three two nothing and still fought back yeah yeah good stuff we're gonna fight through this episode i I love it exactly (laughs) good thing we had cheese yes start starting out you started a new sermon series uh god's family values and just kind of talking about christian worldview and talking about the gospel mainly which is a good way to kick oh off. it's such a great way to start i hope every week we talk about the gospel and it's it's so amazing and brooks there's just this urgency and i think i've mentioned in the past of where we are where we live there is such a darkness that seems so pervasive in our community and our society and christian values uh are, are just made fun of. I mean, you know, at one time people want to say, are we a, a country that was founded on Christian values? And you can argue that uh, if that's the case or not. But clearly Christianity was embraced in our parents' lifetime, my lifetime, in the previous generations, much more so than it is now. I mean, maybe not understanding the gospel and living it out, but it was it wasn't seemingly at a crossroads or just countercultural to mm-hmm. everything that's going on right now. So, you know, this current sermon series ties in right with the last sermon series of, hey, we are family. And what is that family values? As I said on Sunday, if we draw our life from Christ, and that's the beautiful thing about the gospel as being connected to Jesus and how because of that reality, we do have life and life abundantly. We need to draw our values from Jesus. We need to draw our values from God's word. And there's this urgency, I feel, as a pastor that, you know, the church, Christians, lay men and women, we got to understand the mind of Christ. We got to understand the word of God. Why? Because we're in a culture that's beating us up uh, in, in, in subtle and in, in real ways, uh, um, some not so subtle, of a worldview that has nothing to do with Christianity, that that's an, an absolute opposition to Christianity. And so um, there is an urgency for us to be able to see all of our lives, our lives, the world around us, all that's happening through the lens of the gospel, through the lens of God's word. And so that was really what I tried to say last week. And, you know, we got to kind of put off the old self and put on the new self. And what does it look like? for us to, to set our minds on the things that are above and to seek the things that are above. And that's that's the call of our life, Brooks. I mean, the call is to seek ye first, and the call is to have our minds transformed by the gospel. And so, uh, and I think the enemy would love to lull us to sleep and say it's not that important. What I love too is just seeing the gospel in like bullet point form and starting with, by grace through faith, we are saved and or we are connected to Jesus's life. And yeah. then Jesus' righteous life is credited to our account. 
atoning death for our sins, the glorious resurrection and victory over death, and then his life is now our life and our life is found in him. Like no mention of you have to do these five things to get to heaven or anything <laughs> yeah. like that. It's admitting that we're far from perfect. Yeah, you know, and, and I love that, Brooks. And I think, uh, thank you for pointing that out. You know, just to be able to, again, lay that out um, as clearly as you can. Because a lot of people will even say, hey, I'm a Christian. I was born in a Christian home or I, I was baptized or I joined a church. And so therefore I'm a Christian. But let's understand what Christianity is. It's our connection to Jesus. And it is by God's grace through faith. But it is where his life and righteous life becomes ours. His atoning death becomes ours. His resurrection ours. It's not that, oh, not even saved by our faith. Our faith is the conduit, the connection to Christ. We're saved because of the blood and righteousness of Christ. And uh, man, that's such good news. Yeah, especially if people just dumping it or jumping in like, the Bible's a big book filled with some crazy stories, but when you boil it down to like, this is what it's all about, and this is the story of it, yeah. um, it's, it starts to make a little bit more sense. It does, man, and it, it makes your soul sing. It just makes you such joy, and uh, I'm so grateful for the gospel. And again, as a pastor, you want you want people to be just gospel-soaked and gospel-bearing fruit, but gospel-giddy, you mm-hmm. know, of just like... Man, this is good news. I'm, I'm a train wreck. I'm a mess. I continually do the wrong thing. I'm not going to be good enough, but Jesus was. And so therefore, I'm going to rejoice. Mm-hmm. And kind of ending it with the point of we must let the gospel rule our lives. Um, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Um, yeah. And being in his word helps that. And it's a daily reminder of that. You know, it's interesting to think that a lot of times we feel like, you know, kind of doing like spending time in God's word. It's a chore. It's a uh, it's it is a discipline. But, you know, gosh, I got to check that box, so to speak. But if we want the peace of God to rule in our hearts, we got to let the peace of we got to let the God of peace rule over our hearts. And if if we let the word of God dwell richly within us, there's going to be peace. There's going to be joy. There's going to be in the midst of it, because he's he's the God of all peace, and, and that peace passes understanding. And so there's a lot of times when our life bottoms out, where things stink, uh, when it just, you can't get your arms around everything that's wrong, but you can just, by God's grace, he's got his arms around you. You're like, okay, I got peace in this situation. I can't figure it out, but I, I know he has, and I know he's figuring it out, which is so good. Mm-hmm. That's the good news. Amen, brother. Amen, brother. So what, what do we have? So, so you for took next some week? good notes there, Brooks. Yeah, boy. took some great notes. Took that some, was good. Uh, to, I, I do have to admit, we were, I was in the sound booth. I usually take the notes during the sermon uh, and have your notes, but I saved them till after and took them about an hour and a half ago. So it's oh. fresh on my mind too. Which good helps. for you, Brooks. Man, you are a good Berean, my dear brother. Okay, so this week we're starting to get into minutia. So we start with a worldview and we start through the lens. Okay, so hey, let's put this gospel lens on to see everything else, and now we're going to start boring down into individual issues and uh, this is uh, because we are part of God's family we value life and it almost seems like oh, of course we do but uh, with the Dobbs decision the Dobbs ruling that's coming out that might overturn Roe v. Wade and all the things that are happening I mean I don't know if you saw the news but Joel Olstein had a couple of women in his church service that took off their clothes and said hey my body my right who are you in the middle of a church service? Wow. And so that's I did not uh, see that. <laughs> yeah, they're not not your typical church service, you no, know. Definitely and so not. Um, it, it's just it's interesting they picked that church, and I don't know why they did, but <laughs> but you know the issue. I, I was online today, and I was reading on different websites of 
this this leak that came out of the Supreme Court uh, about a possible ruling and where they're going to go. And I I read what the LGBTQ uh, plus community was saying. I, I read some other uh, folks that I don't typically read, like what was their take on it to really try to get my arms around, you know, what are the, what's their view of life? And so we're going to talk about this, how important life is because we're made in God's image. And we're going to talk about that includes the womb. And and I don't want to give it all away. But the one, the little teaser that I want to say is what at the end of the day, what has what what's the trump card is it hey my body my right it's it's i have the right to choose or it's god's image and when we start to realize that life is not only a gift from him it's a reflection of him and our value is found all in him um, whether you're in the womb or out of the womb whether you're filled with alzheimer's or you're not whether you're on the top of your game or you're, you're on your deathbed life is always valuable because god is the most valuable Ever. Mm-hmm. And if if Christians can, can understand the argument from that perspective, and I also think one of the things we talked about last week, Brooks, was, hey, above all these things, put on love. And I think the church has been horrific with putting on love. We, we've we've uh, we put on judgment and we, we've put on, you know, casting stones. Um, but here we have this opportunity. Let's put on love. Let's let's. Uh, Let's put on love and yet it's speak the truth in love and let's not let an argument that it's my body, my choice or an argument uh, that's lesser than God win the day. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, because for the glory of our great God, there's nothing greater than his image um, that we could protect. And that's our call. Mm-hmm. I th- and as someone that's on Twitter a lot and maybe a little bit too much, like seeing, <laughs> you know, end up reading a lot of articles and hear things and listen to podcasts with differing opinions. And it's interesting. It's interesting to hear the other points. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if you do disagree with them, still love the person and, you know, preach what you know is right and the gospel and everything like that. But it's it's not good either to be in just like an echo chamber. Um, You got to get out into the other world sometimes. Brooks, along those lines, you know what I thought has been interesting is I I grew up in an era um, where the church was so cruel um, to the community of, of those who same-sex attraction. I mean, there were signs that I can remember that Christians would want to hang up, hold up that, you know, God hates fags. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, how judgmental. Mm-hmm. I mean, how cruel. Um, and it was almost like we're going to beat you into uh, believing our ways by using the God card in a way that just uh, paints you into a corner. And I think that somehow that cruelty has been switched back against Christians. We, we got we to gotta take it because a lot of Christians and I, so-called Christians that were so angry and so hateful in the way they approach that. And now the other side is so angry and hateful against us. And of course they are, you know. Um, they, they will say that we are uh, hypocritical. And, and I, I say we wear that and we say, yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, they'll say that we have been judgmental. We think, oh, you're right, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh um, but anyway, all that to say, it's amazing to me how far this 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 issue has shifted and how it's turned. And uh, um, now having a Christian worldview is, um, golly, it feels like it's a word being attacked. And mm-hmm. I think that that's going to happen more and more. I forget who said it in our KC group, but they had mentioned that 
they'd invited um, like one of their friends to church and it wasn't King's Chapel. I forget who said it, uh, invited one of their friends to church and they have a kid. It's out of wedlock and they're like, ask like, is it okay? Like, or, like yeah. I, we feel, we won't feel comfortable going there. It's like, that's not at all what we want to no, be like at all. Like we, we want to love them and accept them and, you know, tell them about the gospel. And a- going amen. Back to that. Yeah. That actually uh, Brooks, if it's, maybe it's the same story. If it's not, it's similar thinking as I did get a phone call from, uh, uh, at the time, I don't think they were a member. They were attending and said, Hey, um, my daughter has a child out of wedlock. If she comes, would she be that, that might have been it then. I yeah. forget exactly where. I would she it. be welcome? I'm like, oh man. I remember my response. Katie's like, I'm not sure that's the best response, but it was. This was my response. If she's not, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like if she's not welcome, I don't want to be a part of. I don't want to pastor a church where she's not welcome. You mm-hmm. know, and so, gosh, and I think the gospel should really allow us to be honest about how broken and sinful we are. And that should really keep us from throwing stones. But here's the deal, Brooks. As we know, it's like, how do we hold truth as sacred and not compromise? And yet, how do we, above all things, put on love? And so that's uh, that's where the Word and the Holy Spirit's got to help us. Mm-hmm. So Casey updates. We got a busy summer. And you started uh, hitting some stuff this past week and this past Sunday. I do. And you know what? Uh, great Sunday coming up. Uh, we have our Casey family luncheon. Uh, really looking forward to it. And uh, so sign up. Um, I, I just love our team. I, I already signed up. I already saw a little. Uh, you should have gotten a text if you're part of our world. Um, and I hope you do join our conversation so you get things like this. We're trying to make it as easy as possible. And uh, again, just a shout out to Amy and a shout out to Charlie and they do such a great job. I mean, we're a small church and, you know, we're going to put on another luncheon and it's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. So that's this Sunday. We got our first, uh, Casey family game night coming up. Uh, actually this up tomorrow, we're going to have a, a time of just informal worship. People are going to get together and play, which I can't wait. And then uh, what what date are we having uh, the uh, spiritual gifts class? You no, know, yeah, oh. spiritual gifts class is also coming. Thanks for saying that. That's gonna we have it again this Sunday morning, and we have it this Sunday night. So uh, Charlie's doing a fantastic job teaching that. We had our first one, got some great feedback. So jump into that, please. Sign up for it, um, Casey family. We'd love to have you there, and uh, so excited. And June twenty third. Is going to be our first uh, game night. We're going to do the like the All American Cookout. It's going to be fantastic. There we go. I think we're going to start at five p.m. and it'll be a lot of fun. Um, we're going to have a lot of gambling taking place at the uh, cornhole game. And, uh, I'm just kidding, but it'll be a lot of fun. A busy summer, that's for sure. Yeah, and and by the way, VBS. Uh, there's there's we're we're really making some great headway. Uh, we're looking at that third week in July. Uh, uh, VBS with a theme making waves. Um, again, I don't think that's a fat joke. I don't know, but I don't think it is. But it's a. Uh, but I can't wait. You're doing so. a cannonball at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that would that would do it. Yep. So uh, um, I can't think of what else, Brooks. I think the cannonball kind of. Yeah, that, that's it's hard, hard It's, it's late in the afternoon. We're ready for Boom. dinner now. <laughs> <laughs> Dropped my you know? it's it's like in the summer movies like the big boys like cannonball cannonball oh yeah yeah oh that's that's so good so <laughs> hey let me end with a story and it's a quick story but you know for 10 years i did student ministry and i always took middle school and high school kids to one of the greatest cool facilities in, in the state of florida it was camp Calaqua. ironically seventh day adventist which is the same folks we run our church from and they had a great spring and they had a blob 
And back in the day, oh my gosh, back in Is the there day. there anything Brooks, more dangerous? <laughs> no, but back in the day, they wouldn't, they, I don't know what happened. We did, somehow lawyers weren't involved yet, but they wouldn't post signs of, you know, the, the weight discrepancy, which yeah. they eventually got smart. Like you can't be over 50 pounds heavier than somebody. Now, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'd like to joke that I'm a biscuit away from 300 and it, I'm, I'm a little bit more than a good biscuit nowadays <laughs> away, but but anyway, let me just say I'm well into, I'm probably closer to three than I am two, right? And so, and you get a you get a 55 pound middle schooler on the blob, then you just do the math, you know, and you just do the physics in that. And I'm not I'm not kidding you. We would send kids so high. I mean, it it was, oh yeah, it was it was like you know you hit the blob and you hit it right, and that kid would just go flying. And and I had one kid do five flips, a guy mm-hmm. who knew how to do it. I mean, yeah. that's how many times he could go do it. But. It, it wasn't just back then as uh, or early as uh, our senior retreat at school. We, yeah. Uh, little Rachel Turner, who oh, yeah. Yeah, probably a couple biscuits away from 100 pounds at that point, like, <laughs> exactly. was launched by some of the boys. And oh, it, it yeah. was, uh, she was flying through the air. That's yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. It, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> all, all, everyone's healthy though. No, no. And that's awesome. We did, we might've ruptured, ruptured some eardrums. That's a whole nother story, but. But, you know, when you're not used to flying through the air, um, uh, I'll land the plane with this. Um, in between weeks, um, our wives, those of us who would run these camps, oftentimes our spouses would come up for the weekend and we would have a little bit of respite. And I remember talking to my wife to get out of blob. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Katie. I love you. Thanks for loving me. Oh, my gosh. The things that she's endured. But anyway, she got on the blob and I said, I'm not, I'm just going to step off. I'm not going to jump. I'm just going to step. I did. I just stepped off and I didn't throw her nearly as high as some people. Um, <laughs> but again, it was not a good decision. Cause, <laughs> no, never. Cause once you start flying you're not used to flying, uh-huh. it's a, uh, yeah. Hey folks, this is Casey Corner. You're going to mm-hmm. get Christian world blue view. You're going <laughs> to get blob. Uh, you're going to get, you're going to get hockey. I mean, this is, this is quality entertainment right yeah. here. We got it all. We got it all. <laughs> See you guys Sunday. All right, blessings.